welcome back another day another vlog hope you're all well on this tuesday well it's last day before i go back to work so chaos as always um it's a good day but it's a bad day and it's a busy day lots to do and i've got to do a little bit of cooking before i want to go back too so lots to get done and dusted i had swimming today with my little buddy so that's probably another one of my favorite parts of the week off i get to go to swimming training with jack and i see him splashing around and jumping and kicking and running amok with his mates so that's pretty cool and it's always fun to watch kids when they're having fun but, uh, if that doesn't put a smile on the face of anyone there's something wrong with you i think we need more of that in our lives at the moment so yeah it, uh, if you've got nieces or nephews that are swimming uh volunteer to go along uh it's or go along anyway and uh I'm sure if you put your phone down for 10 minutes, you will have a good old big chuckle to yourself. Uh, it's always pretty darn cool. So very, very cool and good fun for me as a dad. So very nice. Now, uh, last night I got out. Yes, or yesterday afternoon, I think I said to you I was going out to do a shoot and it, I think it went pretty well. Um, the clouds didn't there was there's some clouds in the horizon and there was some back this side of the city there wasn't that cloud that high level cloud that i needed pretty much over perf where you get that reflection of the sunset bouncing off it to give those beautiful big colors it's, it's a one you've sort of got to check out and i i checked out the cloud app and there was cloud there and they were right with that part there's some high level cloud there just not enough of it unfortunately it's luck of the draw but i did find some really great spots other than where i normally go at trigo i went for a walk i decided to go spend half an hour sort of doing some uh, fossicking and trying to find out some new locations and found some really cool spots uh heaps of like plankton or or green moss growing over the rocks and it's just so so vibrant uh yeah amazing and with that sunset color reflecting and shining on it it was popping against the dark rock and the water coming through so i think i've got a couple of really really good uh, compositions out of it so fingers crossed um i got something i run around with the iphone <laughs> the iphone going with the moment app on doing some uh stuff there to to get some samples and then i had the 1ds uh shooting away which actually did pretty well i was pretty happy with how that went it's only got the 28 to 80, but the photos look pretty good from what I, I gather. Um, I was pretty happy. I was just manually focusing it. The focus on the 28 to 80 is not the best. Um, so I just went in and manually focused a, a few and sort of just put it, look the old saying, you put the focus on the furthest away object and sort of let the front bit sort of uh, be a little bit shady. There was, um, sort of tried that. I tried a few other different things. Uh, run and gun with that while I was doing my M50 stuff, which was trying to get the sort of premium shots out. And I think that did pretty well. I've, I've got two compositions. One was later on in the night and I did some light painting with my loom cube, which was pretty good. That was quite handy to come in and be able to get that uh, when it was sort of when that sunset was just sort of just an orange line on the on the horizon. I was able then use the use a loom cube to light up the that that green plankton on the rocks and then still get a bit that good dynamic range, I guess, without having to worry about that sun's blowing everything out, which it pretty much did. 
I did try the uh, 1D, I had my brand new Siri 1000 ND filter on there, so I had to use that for the sun, and it worked out pretty well. It let me go from getting the sun a nice crisp clear of the sun with some uh, that good color on the horizon, and then able to come back and then get some stuff at the front. So hopefully I haven't gone too dark on a couple of those. That was my only concern. I probably should have taken that off and done a few things, but I was literally, I had 30 minutes and I was just running from spot to spot like a madman. So it was pretty darn funny. But I think it's pretty good. Something, again, something different. It wasn't Astro, it wasn't uh, running around the bush. Was at the beach and it was in the daylight doing the sunset i haven't had a chance to do too many sunsets at the beach uh, and it's a close spot there's definitely spots down on that southwest i'd love to get to and camp overnight and go and do um, it's just a matter of getting time and uh, the cost to travel down there is pretty exy so but down the track maybe you never know other than that um i did a bit of work last night on my road reel comp Oof, it's going to be tricky. Uh, I have to tell you the hardest part I found so far, I think I said it yesterday, was get it under three minutes. Uh, it is just insane. I trimmed and trimmed and trimmed, and I still think I'm at like eight minutes or nine minutes, and I, I just don't know how to do it. So I'm going to have to do employ a little bit of uh, movie trickery and magic, I think, and do like a high-speed run with... Uh, name drops of, for the gear and stuff like that. So I've got a few things in my back of my head and I think that's probably why Road chose to do it with that film is three minutes. It's easy if you just go like, just make a movie and then if they've got to sit there and watch 10,000 30 minute biopics, uh, it'd be, yeah, pretty insane and they'd probably stop and it wouldn't be fair, I guess, to those people not to watch them. Three minutes, if they've got to watch 10,000, that's still a lot of time, so... I think the three minutes is good and it's it's good sometimes. It's like, I guess, taking a prime lens out. You're restricted. You have to move your body. You have to move your mind forwards, backwards, sideways to get the shot. You can't just zoom in, zoom out. You can't walk off the edge of that cliff to get closer because you, which you could use with the zoom. You'd have to either get closer or just give up on that shot and try a different avenue. So I think that three-minute limit is why they've chosen it. And I think it's... It's sort of good for me because it's make it's really making me think about this video and how I can and get the three. Well, the second three minute, the behind the scenes I should be able to do, but this is a behind the scenes behind the scenes. It's a little bit of a double entendre. So, getting it in the first one is the important one. If I can get to that, then I know I can get the second one done. But it's making the first one solid enough to be classed as a three-minute video and I guess it's my first attempt. Um, I feel confident in the skills I have to do it. It's just have I got the right footage to do that task. So a little bit tricky in that regards. But look, I'm just going to keep fighting this week. Um, it will end up being the video that will come up on the channel. That's how they get you to enter. You enter both, both videos up. I've just got to tag them and do all that sort of stuff. So you will get to see them. So that's no drama. So that'll be my video for the week. But it's going to be, I'm going to have to really work my butt off on this for the rest of the week and try and work out a bit of a flavor flavor sort of a setup for it. So fingers crossed for me. Hopefully I can get it right so I can get the entry in for this. Otherwise I'm going to have to go and find something totally new and or a new concept and a new way to look at it. Um, again, because I think I've only got to 
mid-August, I think we've got to do the entry. So I think by the time I get back, it'll be too late to get another entry done. So it's either get it done now, this week, with what I've got, or find another way I can get something done and then do it. So see so how we go. Rightio, um, news-wise, a little bit there, not a massive amount. We had a massive one yesterday. Obviously, that was huge. There was a heap of stuff from the weekend carry spilled into the into the uh, Monday. Today, a little bit quieter, but some big things nonetheless. Now, the probably biggest one out of the lot is Fitbit. Uh, Fitbit is claiming that they're fitness trackers, so you've seen their little wristbands, much like a iWatch, but they're the skinnier versions. You can get the round, like a watch version now, I think. Um, They've been around for a fair bit. They were just like a basically a fitness tracker. Uh, they've expanded into the watch segment as well. Look, they're claiming their fitness trackers can and have found uh, COVID-19 before normal testing. So they did a uh, study, 100,000 users, and the 100,000 users, they found 1,000 of them had possible COVID-19 and directed them to go get tested. Uh, they went and got tested and proved positive. So this sounded before normal means. They'd done the normal tests and come up negative. It, they'd done, this had come up. And basically, it's the way I understand it, it reads your heart rate and it reads a difference in your heart rate over rhythm or whatever. uses some sort of fancy algorithm to work it all out. But it monitors your heart rate and if it can detect a certain pattern, well, then they're saying that, yeah, look, this pattern means that you probably need to go get tested, go get checked out before you get worse. And it's capturing it before anyone else, which is a great thing with all medical things. If you can capture it as soon as possible, the better chance you have of getting through it and not suffering as much. So, look, that's brilliant. Uh, awesome if it does work. So if you do have a Fitbit, um, I think... It's something about you have to have the heart rate monitor active or something. But if you Google it uh, through or go to Fitbit, I'm sure they'll have some information about it. So if you do have a Fitbit on, probably a good one to chuck on. Uh, it's probably, I guess it's a guarantee it's about 5,000 times better than any of the stupid company or Australian government trackers that are basically just track you where you're going. They don't actually track you if you actually got an issue which is what this is all about this this is getting it before a normal test so pretty darn cool now tesla uh we've heard about massive massive uh share market surges and companies amazon through the roof just going ridiculous because of the lockdown covid 19's made more billionaires richer than you can imagine it's pretty insane that so much suffering can cause so much profit. So yeah, like war, I guess it's the same thing as war. War is all about profit. It's got nothing to do with who owns what. It's all about who owns the world. So and and money. So it's a bit of a shame. But in regards to that, Tesla, who are trying to do the right thing and get electric cars into the system, and have done a great job, uh, without a doubt, forefront on the forefront from day dot, leading the way. Uh, and he's done a magic magical job through all the naysayers and that. Well, the share price broke $2,000. I think last week, I think we said it had tripled in price since the start in the last year. Well, now it's hit two, that $2,000 US mark, which is insane. The Tesla is now worth more than Walmart. Now, if you don't know who Walmart is, I think, I guess, Coles or Woolies times 10. Uh, Walmart's the biggest 
shopping chain in the in the world. I'd have to say uh, it's worth about three hundred and eighty billion, and now Tesla's worth three hundred ninety billion. So just insane. And the funny thing is, the revenue difference is about five hundred billion per year. So Walmart brings in five hundred billion dollars more cash than Tesla, but Tesla's actually considered more valuable than Walmart, which is insane. So there you go. That's the electric market. Uh, food, shopping, groceries, supplies is now less relevant than saving the planet. Probably a good thing, I think. That's a probably a, we finally might have hit that point where we might start trying to look after the joint. So very cool. But yeah, look amazing for Tesla. That's pretty insane. Uh, and I don't think it's going to stop there. I think it's going to keep climbing the way it's going. It's doing pretty amazing stuff. And then last but not least, nice quick one today for you. Uh, get through your Tuesday. Razer. Now, if you heard of Razer Gaming, so they do the RGB backlit game consoles, the PC monitors, all the, all the peripherals and stuff that comes with PCs. Your mouses, your gaming mouses, full RGB, fully adjustable, your keyboards with the color coded and all the shebangs and whistles. Well, they've come out and with the onset of COVID and all the people working at home, they've decided, well, we need to supply demand. We're going to make some money out of this. They've brought out a home office range, which is basically pure white. So you get a, a mouse pad, white. I don't think there's anything too special about that. Just other than it's a Razer uh, branded, you've got a brand new mouse and a brand new keyboard. Now, the keyboard is using their full mechanical switches, their orange version, I believe. Um, nice keyboard, pretty exy for both, actually. Uh, the keyboard's 279 bucks Australian. I went to get some more info, but the Australian website just doesn't work. Uh, it was pretty much broken down. Uh, I couldn't even kept clicking on either the mouse or the keyboard. I can get the price, uh, no specs, because it will not take you to any page. I don't know what the go is there. Very strange, I even put in the cart to try and come back to the back door and still nothing. So something going on with their website, so it's playing up a bit. But yeah, look, it looks like a high quality keyboard. It's pure white, so if you've got a white desk, clean, nice white desk, and you're looking for something to suit, this probably actually will look pretty, pretty darn cool in that regards. Uh, white backlight, no RGB, so you'd be happy with that, mums and dads. But uh, 279 bucks, pretty darn expensive for a keyboard. When you can, you'd have to compare it to the MX Master from Logitech, uh, that one, and that's got the dial there, so you can spin. It's got all that, and I'm pretty sure that's cheaper. Now on the mouse side, they've got a mouse. It's a full ergonomic mouse. Look it, again, it looks really nice. USB-C chargeable. I could see all that from the pictures and from what Lou later was talking about on his show. Again, the price, insane. The mouse, they want 179 bucks Australian. Uh, I couldn't check the specs, so I don't know what DPI it's running, if you can run it on just without a mouse pad or anything like that. But my MX Master 3, the Logitech, which is considered basically the best on the planet, uh, is insane. I can put it on a on a glass screen, or I can put on my laptop screen and move it around and it still tracks perfectly. So like it is a beast and that's fully ergonomic and only 129 bucks. 
So for another 50 bucks, you get a white version. I'm assuming the specs would have to be similar spec as the Logitech to be close or to be even warrant trying to sell it for that. Whether it is or not, uh, it's yet to be seen and I'm sure we'll see some tests with it actually once it comes out. But uh, yeah, a little bit, little bit strange. They pumped it up the price so much. Uh, they're relying a lot on their Razer brand name. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to really fly with the market that they're pushing. The keyboard-wise, probably wouldn't be too bad. I think that might go pretty well, being a white keyboard that'll sit in there. But that mouse, I think they definitely need to bring that down to at least the equivalent of the MX3 if they want to challenge it. Because, yeah, I don't think I could go back to any other mouse after using that. It is definitely the best one you can get. Radio, and that's about it. Very, very quick show today. Um, as I said, not too much news floating around. I did have a hunt. I've nothing on Canon Rumors. Nothing else there I can really share with you. Other than that, I've got a heap of work to do today to get ready before I fly out in the morning. So this will be last day show, and then I'll be doing the night show after work. So I'll see you all again tomorrow evening. Uh, stay safe. Stay happy. Stay sane <laughs> in these crazy times i will see you all again soon whether you're coming that way go on that way i'll catch you tomorrow okay peace